Today's scripture comes from Genesis 37, verses 1 through 4 and 12 through 28. Jacob settled in the land where his father had lived as an alien, the land of Canaan. This is the story of the family of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was shepherding the flock with his brothers. He was a helper to the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he had made him a long robe with sleeves. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now his brothers went to pasture their father's flock near Shechem, and Israel said to Joseph, Are not your brothers pasturing the flock at Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. He answered, Here I am. So he said to him, Go now, see if it is well with your brothers and with the flock, and bring word back to me. So he sent him from the valley of Hebron. He came to Shechem. A man found him wandering in the fields. The man asked him, What are you seeking? I am seeking my brothers, he said. Tell me, please, where they are pasturing the flock. The man said, They have gone away. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. So Joseph went to his brothers and found them at Dothan. They saw him from a distance, and before he came near to them, they conspired to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we shall say that a wild animal has devoured him, and we shall see what, he, what will become of his dreams. But when Reuben heard it, he delivered him out of their hands, saying, Let us not take his life. Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into this pit here in the wilderness, but lay no hand on him, that he might rescue him out of their hand and restore him to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the long robe with sleeves that he wore, and they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Then they sat down to eat, and looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels carrying gum, balm, and resin, on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and not lay our hands on him, for he is our brother, our own flesh. And his brothers agreed. When some Midianite traders passed by, they drew Joseph up, lifting him out of the pit, and sold him to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. be seated. As we are continuing uh, through the book of Genesis, as we have over the last couple of months, um, I find it interesting that there is one particular theme that just really 
continues to pop up, continues to uh, rear its, its head. Um, and that is a, a lot of jealousy amongst siblings, right? When we think about uh, the different brothers and relationships that we have talked about, uh, we have talked about um, Isaac and uh, Ishmael and Abraham and, and that whole situation. We have talked also uh, a lot about uh, Jacob and Esau. And so now we are here with Jacob's son, Joseph. And that's not even to count if you go back into Genesis, the Cain and Abel story. So there's a lot of brother rivalry in the, the different scriptures in Genesis. And as we come, we see J Joseph. Joseph, who is the youngest of Jacob, but who is also the favorite, as it's stated. And so, Joseph... And his brothers, they, they have a little bit of a struggle. And it sounds to me that it's more of a struggle for his brothers uh, because of jealousy, because of the fact with Joseph being the favorite child, they don't particularly like it, right? Which I think, you know, I know I can put myself in their shoes and think to myself, that if my parents ever stated, which one, I know the truth, first off, okay? I know that I am the favorite. But if they had ever said that Alex was their favorite, I think I, I would struggle. Now, um, obviously, as I state I'm the favorite, uh, Alex also states that he's the favorite, so, you know, who knows what the actual answer is. But there is that jealousy. There's always that, that sib sibling rivalry. And then in this jealousy in these feelings that Joseph's brothers have for him, they decide and start to plan, okay, we're done with him. Like, we're just, we're going to be done. And thankfully, they don't. They do realize and acknowledge, even in the midst of their feelings towards Joseph, that he it still is their brother, their, their flesh, and their blood. And so, rather than ending Joseph's life, they instead decide to sell him into slavery. Now, I know that we all get jealous at times. And it might not even be uh, a jealousy that comes from uh, being the favorite child. It could be a jealousy uh, amongst a different group of people. It could be jealousy uh, that someone tends to, you know, have it easier than another person, right? Like, jealousy continues to just be a part of... of humankind everywhere we look even as hard as we try those feelings creep up I mean even with Jacob's sons knowing about the relationship that, it, that he and his brother Esau had had 
and the struggles that went through that relationship, they still have almost come to the same type of situation. A little different, right? Because Jacob and Esau, uh, Jacob was trying to steal the birthright, steal the blessing, um, but he saw that Esau was Isaac's favorite. And then Joseph's brothers saw that Joseph was Jacob's favorite. And what I find very intriguing as we do continue to deal with jealousy, continue to deal with uh, the feelings that um, we wish, you know, someone would like us more, be the favorite, or situation would go in our favor. We are forgetting, we are forgetting that in the midst of whatever the situation is, that realistically, right, the person that we may be jealous towards when you take and compare us and them, God sees us all the same. God sees us all the same. God continues to be present in our lives, those of us sitting here today, but also present in the lives of those who maybe aren't here. Those that haven't seen and known that God is there. But yet, here we are. And as we continue to, to move, move towards uh, whatever is to come in our lives and in the lives of our kids and our grandkids for many generations down the road, that jealousy, that desire to want to be the best, the favorite, will continue to show up. But what if in the moments where it does show up, what if we take a step back and we think to ourselves, well, yes, maybe Alex is my parents' favorite son. Again, we know that's not true. But maybe he is. But let me sit back and, and rather than be upset or be jealous, why don't I come alongside of my brother? Come alongside of my brother so that we can continue to show the world, that we can continue to um, help mankind, right? Humans, in our, in our faults, uh, be a more loving community. 
not let the spite and the jealousy take over where then the relationship is no more. But rather, come together and knowing that we are both loved in the eyes of our Almighty God. See, that's God telling us that we're all loved. Because we are. And we continue to be. And we will continue to talk a little more about what comes of Joseph as he uh, is sold into slavery. But what if, rather than being jealous, his brothers, they all came together and they continued to be a loving community? Because isn't that what God wants? Isn't that what God wants of all of us? To come together, no matter who we are or where we're from. Because God, God doesn't have favorites. God doesn't love one person more than another. God continually chases and loves in a greater and unconditional way all of his people. So let us lean more into God's love than our own insecurities, our own shortcomings, our own jealousy, so that we may continue to bring the fullness of God's kingdom into the world. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the way in which you love us. We give you thanks for the way that you love each and every one of us the same, and that in your eyes, we are all your people. You continue to forgive us. You continue to open your arms wide open to us, even when we are consumed by feelings of jealousy, when we are consumed with feelings of insecurity, when we are consumed with feelings of joy, you have your arms wide open. So may we go towards your arms, but may we also continue to have our arms open so that we may help bring the fullness of your kingdom into the world. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.